you can take the pebble from my hand, it will be time for you to leave. Ninja, the tea party's over. Welcome everybody to another episode of the Asian Action Cast 2019, coming at you hot and fast. Today, we mark the special occasion that the 12-month hiatus on Wong Jing is over. We are now back, back on track, back on the plan, and we've uh, we've decided to do God At of Sam's Gamblers. Sam's discretion. God of Gamblers too, yeah. Well, we went through the videos, uh, the movies, and you just rattled off a few of the movies that you got, Mike. You said God of Gamblers 2, and I and was like, yes. Sam, Sam shouted the loudest. God of Gamblers 2. It's a movie that uh, I had very fond memories of uh, growing up, and I think only you've seen it, Mike. Yeah, I'd seen it before, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I own it. Hello, Mike. I ain't seen it. Hello, Nathan. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey Christian. Hello. Hey. Uh, it's the four of us here at Casa du Mike. And uh, yeah, Mike's uh, Mike's recording studio and daycare. <laughs> this is the cast you don't want your kids to hear. <laughs> um, so, God of Gamblers Two. It's a 1994 Hong Kong action film starring Chow Yun Fat, or Charlie Fat, as I've come to know him. Charlie yeah, Fat. Charlie Fat. Well, he okay. doesn't have a uh, he doesn't have a Western moniker, so I've you given g- him one. I've given him one. Are okay. you saying he's like 40s fit now? Uh, who? 1940s. Ch- fat? No, 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 well, 1994, but uh, Fat's not 40s fit. I wouldn't even say he was 70s fit. <laughs> they kind of make fun of it. Yeah, I they even make it. a joke. Like, yeah. he's a bit chubby. He's a bit fat. Yeah, he's yeah. a bit fatty. Um, it's funny because I never knew this was a Wong Jing film until much, much later. Uh, as a kid, I would just watch these films and just go, oh, there's girls and boobies and fighting and stuff. Wong Jing is one thing prolific. He is prolific. <laughs> one thing I will say about Wong Jing is that he, it, we'll go through this, but he takes you on a roller coaster of ups and downs. Um, well, we'll start the film. And I the guess the we'll... sad thing is that it's it's very similar ups and downs through every movie that he does. Oh, yeah. Oh, he oh, was yeah. on a lot of drugs, um, let's it, face it. There was a lot of crack on those. It's a familiar ride. He's got a terrible mustache. Uh, so you've got this situation where you've got a Wong Jing film starring, as you probably know, Ching Miao. Um, and it opens up with a uh, an aerial shot, I think, of some some mansion in France. Everyone likes... Uh, we were just saying at, at the start of this movie, if you're rich, apparently you live in France. Well, yeah, that's where the rich people go. He has, a, he has like a chateau and people are coming to visit him in a helicopter. Well, the point is that he wants to be secluded, right? So where else do you go when you're rich and famous and you want to live in seclusion? Probably not France. Really. South of France. That's where, like, Bono goes to live. That's where, you know... Yeah, maybe. Because nobody gives a shit who you are in South yeah, France. Yeah, but, like, the taxes are, for the rich are terrible in France. In France? Yep. But I think the thing is that I was reading about uh, why rich people got to live they're, in South they're, they're all under a proprietary limited or a... And they actually have their, their their actual business structure all under in like Arizona or something, right? Oh, yeah. So they don't actually pay any tax in the country yeah. that oh, they well, live. Oh, they're, they're tax yeah. dodging. So yeah. they live in France, but you've got situations where you can go to the store and nobody gives a shit who you are because the French are so. They they live there, but they don't don't live there. They're not a resident of France. <laughs> no, no. Um, you walk into a French store. Oh, yo, no, no one gives a shit. <laughs> I don't know why everyone's wearing khakis though. Everybody's wearing khakis. Chai Fat shows up his khakis. Hmm? It was the 90s. 
It was the 90s. Well, I mean... And Chay, in fact, is doing the thing he always does, which is have him up to his nipples. Yeah, he's got, he's his, got his pants fucking high. pants pulled all the way up. They're really high. And do we get introduced to the God of Guns at this point? God of Guns, yeah. Uh, Lung Wu, I think his character's name is, which is... The reason why you know he's got a guns because he shoots guns from behind. You his also back. know that because he's in some kind of safari suit. Yeah, but he's not pulling it anywhere off, anywhere near as well off as uh, Sonny Chiba. No, but no. I mean that's not fair. Who I can? actually think the safari suit was made just for Sonny Chiba. <laughs> like, the, some someone just turned around and said, "I'm going to make a suit for this man," and then everyone else just copied him. The Wolf Guy. I, I think I'm going to raise this now, which is an early into a joke. That uh, is made later on in the film, where uh, he meets up with one of the other characters. Goes, "Oh, you're Taiwanese," because his pants are pulled up even higher than Chow's. <laughs> yeah, and the Taiwanese guy is like, oh, "Are we so easy to spot?" <laughs> it's like an in joke. So the setup is that Chow Yun Fat is a an international gambler of renown. He's an amazing gambler. He's made his fortunes gambling, and he's now chosen to live in seclusion for four years in France. Yeah, I have a question though. Why do we choose number two and not number one? Uh, because number two, I always remember being funnier. All right, fair enough. Uh, I don't know. Well, number one's more of sort of a mystery thrillery type yeah. thing. It's not. I mean, it is. It does have comedy in it because it's Wong Jing. Let's be honest. But it kind of like um, you don't know he's the god of gamblers until sort of the end. Yeah, kind of thing. Whereas this one, you know, obviously right from the start who the players are. Yeah. Well, yeah. So God of Gambles doesn't like his photo taken, so nobody knows who he is. Um, you know, he doesn't want anyone knowing who so he is. So he can hustle. He's been out of the game for four years now. He's living in France with his pregnant wife, and there's a gambler called Chao Sil Chi who really wants to gamble with him um, because he wants 16... There's $16 billion in a fund called the Save the World's Children Fund. Some some rich uh, developer in Taiwan died, and he made a fund called Save the Children Fund. Yeah. And he, he passed Actually, its management. There. Mm-hmm. Save the kids. Oh, right. I, was, I read the subtitles. The poor, they can't be wrong. The poor, poor subtitles. Yep. Save the kids fund. Yeah. And and uh, he left it to be managed by the god of gamblers. Yeah. Kochan. But unfortunately, uh, Chao Su Chi, he wants that money. Probably. I'm very was... confused by the concept, by the way. Why? This particular concept. So the god of gamblers, you would assume, would be like lucky or something, but they're not. They're just essentially magicians. Oh, well, it's the biggest hustler. Yeah, right. Hustler. But the fund management doesn't reward hustling, really. No. There's absolutely no reason why you would be giving it to a, a gambler. Yeah, why would management. you do that? You wouldn't. Because no, I'm going to give to give respect to those sleight of hand motherfuckers. But it's all table work. That's right. Like it's got nothing to do with like necessarily luck or probability or anything or knowing anything about anything. Really, it's all about oh, I can get something out my hat, my sleeve real good. Yeah. So how does that make them good to run a fund? It doesn't. That's the whole... That's the, the. I'm really confused by that point. Yeah, don't be confused. It doesn't make any sense. If that's right, the thanks. thing that confuses you the most about this film... No, it's not the thing that confuses me the most, but it is essentially the plot point. Yeah. There's a lot of money. It's yeah. going to go to someone. Yeah, right. Ko Chan's going to be the guy. But Chao Su Chi, he's like, nah, I'm the guy. And uh, and he he's, he wants to get it. So I think the, the, the thing about this is that the God of Gamblers actually is a decent person if you get him to do like he grants death wishes basically like if you ask him to do something on your di- on your on your deathbed he he's honorable enough to follow through with it as as he does yeah but i don't want that guy managing my hedge fund yeah, but- i want that guy who's going to put that money into arms dealing in the middle east <laughs> 
Oh, but the kids need that money. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but he's not going. See, he's honourable man. He'll run it correctly. <laughs> Guaranteed profit. Yes. No. Um. I, I get what you're saying, but I think it, as you're saying, it's just a random plot point that doesn't really mean anything. Yes. It's it, just it's, as a, it's it's kind of more of a joke that it's to save the kids' fund. It's a McGovern. Well, the all, fact that it's to save the yeah. world's kids' fund yes. is, is kind of a joke in and of itself. Yeah. So we start off with obviously uh, his friend arriving at his estate, which is. The God of Guns, because, you know, he has to be called something. What was written on the helicopter? Can anyone remember? I don't know. It was great. It was a totally French thing, too. Um, Le Chopper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I set it up and he knocked it out. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Oh, it could be La Chopper. <laughs> so he arrives, uh, comes inside to see his friend, Coach Han, who's painting a picture because he's now a French artiste. Painting yes. a picture of himself and his wife and a baby with no face on it because we see his wife is uh, pregnant, obviously, with the child. So he's pre-painted the other bit and they're waiting for the child to arrive to put on the face. That's right. And uh, he goes off with uh, God of Guns and he decides that he and the God of Guns... <laughs> they go horse riding on yeah. his estate to shoot guns. <laughs> to shoot Let's some go bottles. to spot a shooting. What, what? Yes. Yes. And uh, the God of Guns is able to shoot many, many, many bullets. Many bullets. Uh, and while all this is happening, you're introduced to the bad guy, Shao Sil Chi. He's driving in the uh, motorcade, petting his cat. It's a white fluffy cat. It's Mr. Claw, essentially. Is it Dr. Claw or Mr. Claw? Dr. Claw? Yeah, Dr. Claw. Mm. And then the cat scratches him. And talk- this is where we get the $16 billion bullshit, right? Yeah. This yeah. is like explaining it all. Yeah. Oh, I said as soon as I saw that guy petting that cat, I was like, he's got to kill that cat. And then like six seconds later, he kills that cat. <laughs> it's the it greatest. Sc- scratches him and he throws it out the window, still on its leash, hanging, and then gets run over by the tide. That's how you know he's a bad guy. And what I love is they've got, this is every token bad guy in there. There's the main villain, there's his underling, and then there's an English-speaking guy. Got to have the white guy. <laughs> yeah, the terribly acted bad guy. The bad white guy. And, yeah, it's just... They took the effort to, like, dub his voice out and put some other English-speaking oh, motherfucker over the top. He was like... He, he, his name's probably Robinson or something. And he's he's in there. Everybody in the car is uh, is pretty much a good guy, right? Like, except for him. Like, they're all explaining to him. He's like, no, we, we want to give this fun to Kochan. We want to give it to the God of Gamblers. You're not the best gambler. And Chao Siu Chi's pissed off. He's like, man, how do you know? He's never gambled with me. And, uh, and everyone's like, no, you're definitely number two. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I wonder if um, the whole point of, of when you say gambling with a, he- with a giant hedge fund, basically, is um, like you're going to invest in the stock market. That's a gamble. Again, my point is, Christian, yes, that makes a modicum of sense. However, all of their skills in this film are essentially being street magicians. That doesn't help you with the fucking stock market in any way. Yeah, we're thinking hard about this investment. <laughs> the investment angle isn't working for him. So anyway, they get back uh, to the story. They arrive at uh, the mansion, the French Chateau, and uh, enter from all of the doors at once Yes. Uh, to confront Ko's wife, who's sitting there going, 
the god of gamblers isn't here. As you like, know what her name was? He didn't ask. I don't know. Wife. God of gamblers' wife. <laughs> Does it? So many women in the fridge. Not none. Mrs. That's literally what I was about to say. Mrs. Fritch. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Fritch. Human female number one. <laughs> Pregnant female number. They one. bypass all of the security, which is just one old French lady and her husband. <laughs> He's definitely fucking that French maid. <laughs> Ugly French stuff. <laughs> oh, gross, <laughs> gross French raid. Uh, so uh, obviously, yeah. Um, then they uh, pull out the guns and uh, start the threats down. Um, at some point, we cut back to the God of Gambler and the God of Guns firing off their guns at some bottles in the air to a, a young French lad riding a horse who Alex. comes up, Alex, and falls down, shot. Oh no, something must be back at the house, Timmy. We better get back there. Alex! So they hop on their horses without picking up any of the guns that they have in their hand. No, that's correct. That is correct. (laughs) And ride back to the chateau to see what's up. I'm cool, man. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, about this time, the uh, old lady's uh, husband um, starts pulling out with a uh, double-barrel shotgun. And then all hell breaks loose. He gets uh, shut up very quickly. Oh, actually, I, 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 I do, do want to point one thing out, though. Um, at this point, all the people who were sort of okay, like they essentially the bad dude flips it and he kills all the people that were there to give it to the God of Gamblers, like give their fun to the God of Gamblers. That's true, because they were like, hey, you can't do this. This, and this like, is wrong. Yeah, and then they're like, oh, all right, we'll give it to you because they killed like seven dudes. Because you like got a gun to my head. Yeah, that's right. And that that's, I mean... The way you said it, Christian, made it sound like the uh, the old French lady's husband was the instigator by pulling in this like double barrel shotgun. He pulls I, it in response. Yeah, I, I may have um, I may have um, fallen asleep during that <laughs> <laughs> and various other poems. During- <laughs> so, so Co, so, uh, the God of Gamblers and uh, God of Guns, arrive on the horseback to be looking at the house, going uh, just as they arrive, I think the cars are pulling off. Yeah, Chaucerchi has actually left yep, the premises. left left the premises. And uh, all of the shutters are drawn, and they're like, "What's going on here?" And then all of them flip open, and there's a, a gunman in every window. Yeah, it's the old-fashioned Western-style shootout. So there's wife's out there. Help um, me! Help me! Do that again. Help me! Help me! It was terrible. Um, <laughs> and why don't you help me, Cole? <laughs> I don't, this has gone downhill so bad. <laughs> and so they charge in, no guns. Actually, they don't. They get, fight, they get fired at from the windows, yeah. so they roll to the side, because you can't track a gun, and well, <laughs> go around the corner. Yes, no, there's These actually... These are the only non-spray shotguns that are there. <laughs> there's not really much gunplay here, because the god of guns doesn't have a gun. He manages to kill somebody with an ice pick, uh, and then it's, uh, it's the god of gamblers who gets into the house, and they do a pretty good Through job. the cellar, through the cellar. Through the cellar, yeah, he runs into the French maid. He's and... like, oh, they killed my husband, oh yeah. no! And that bitch wipes out two of those bitches. Yeah, she's like... She grabs a shotgun herself, going? yeah. <laughs> Smacked all She's crazy. So they uh, proceed through the house, taking out everyone that they see because they've picked up guns on the way randomly. Yeah. Because he just has them in his basement. And you know that they're serious because they're keeping count. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. right. They count 11 There's each. How many? How at many we no killed? point was There's there a, a head count. At no point did anybody, when they opened the the shutters and say help me help me there's 24 of them <laughs> so he gets upstairs and uh finds his wife lying bloody on a table and uh the baby's gone and he's like yes. they took the baby out and he turns around 
to see a jar with a fetus. I just want to let that sink in. There is in this movie a launching film. There is a fetus in a jar. The baby that's just been killed. I always carry my own jar of formaldehyde with me um, because of this Everywhere I go. (laughs) I would like to point out that this is a new level of fridging. This is now called (laughs) jarring. Jarring. And we will remember this in the future. (laughs) (laughs) One thing I'll, I'll point out that I thought was amusing here, when they first get to the house, she's going, help me, help me, through the window. No blood, no nothing. Yes, that's correct. Then all of a sudden, when they get upstairs, she's lying on the table without baby. So inconsistency. Because the doctor wouldn't have waited around with all his hired guns. There's the doctor. Because she says, the doctor took it out of me. Yeah. And there's no way he could have done that in the five seconds it took him to get from the basement up the stairs. Maybe the guy's name was Doctor. (laughs) Who knows? So Chow has a shotgun not tied to a rope. (laughs) Unfortunately. Unfortunately. And he gets up there and he puts the shotgun down and he's watching this video with Chow Sil Chi, who's kind of saying like, hey, your son's right there on the table. Hey, 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 I'm a bad guy. And we were like, well, yeah, but you've just kind of like, you've you've given up all your chips. You've oh, got we've no got, we've got point. The wife's dying on the table and she says, you got, you got to make me a promise, Cole. For one year, you cannot gamble and you cannot admit to being the god of gamblers for one year. This is very important because this point. is Dead's wife's last dying wish. Last wish. Yeah. I also... Uh... Like, yeah, literally what you were saying, Sam. Like, there's there's no reason for him to... Like, except for pure revenge, there's yeah. no reason for him to want to fight that guy anymore. No. Like, that guy really wants to gamble. Like, the whole the whole point is he wants to gamble with the God of Gamblers, right? But he no longer has anything of value for the God of Gamblers. Yeah, like, what does he get out of it? Other yeah, than- he, the God of Gamblers man will just sneak into his bedroom and shoot him in the head. Yeah. Like, there's no... Why would he give him what he wants? Yeah. You know, this is what I love about these things. You're more confused about a $16 billion hedge fund, yet there's a guy with videotape evidence saying, yep, this was me. I've just put your kid in a jar, knocked off your missus. Don't take the tape to the international police or... Hey, 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 hey. Nah. <laughs> you heard of me, folks? Nah. French, French police aren't going to do shit for you. You've got to give them a baguette. They're going to twirl their moustache. They're going to walk around the town and look for someone. They're going to go... And that's all you're going to get. I watched it lower low. I know what's up. (laughs) This is the Asian... stolen Madonna with the missing... Apparently we're very multicultural tonight. Um, So, you know, Charles Charles not very happy. God of Gambles is not very happy. But there is one henchman who survived and he comes in and he shoots uh, the God of Gambles in the the shoulder. Uh, And then he gets shot from behind by the God of Guns, who now has guns. And uh, and Chow just uh, he kind of punches him in the head a couple of times. So we uh, flash forward to eleven months later. Well, first Chow says this With to a his monologue. dying wife. Just before we uh, flash forward, he says to his dying wife in front of this so-called corpse, he says, "I uh, have you know, HIV." No could... <laughs> <laughs> he says, "No one could beat me except Chiang Po Shing, who changed my cards once in Asia." And then the shot goes to the corpse, who's actually still alive. This is a very important plot point, which we'll come back later. Was I getting a drink during that? Yes. yes. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Was I transcending realities during that? Yes. Possibly. If you mean by sleeping. I don't know what pills you had, because there's pills in this movie. Um, so it's 11 months later, and he's talking about, I took a trip to, like, 
quell my rage, but it's still there in my so heart. So this is his voiceover, in case you're sort of wondering who he's talking to. He's just he's walking along in a park. He's, he's gone on a whole bunch of places. He, like, he's uh, mainland China, right? Like yeah, he's gone yeah. on a tour. He's from Hong Kong, but he's yeah, mainland he's gone China. He's got a tour of different mountains and lakes to try and quell his anger, but he can't. In 1994, do you go to mainland China if you're from Hong Kong? I don't think you do. I was, don't think you do. It was you stayed not, away was, from a certain square. Because it was 99 before it transferred, wasn't it? Or yeah, 97 or something? 97, 99? Yeah, 97, something like I think, the start of the process, and then 99 it came across completely. Something like that. But um, I don't think you go to mainland China. I just don't think you do that. I don't think you go anywhere near that place. Mm. So uh, he's uh, saying there's 15 days left or something, and uh, he's at some lake taking some pictures and gets uh, he's focusing the camera on some hot chick. Yeah, he totally gets like, his creep on. Ching me out. Well, he, I mean, she only shows up in the in the shot, and she sees him, and she's like, "Hey, you creep! Why are you taking pictures of me?" Yeah, and he's he's clearly not, but um, but she's like, "Give me the film." He's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Settle down. It turns out that her dad is actually uh, the well, leader of... Hang on, you're missing a vital, vital guest star. Oh, sorry, go on. The three ninjas actually molded into one child, and then this kid runs up and is like, Hey, sis, I'm here to protect you. I'm a, I'm a pimp. And the, and the god of gamblers looks at this kid and is just like, Okay, um, I'm going to bitch slap this kid. And then out of nowhere comes Harry High Pants, pulled up to his chin, because apparently that's the only way you can beat... What's the name? That's the, that's the Taiwanese way. The Taiwanese way. Apparently. Now, what do Taiwanese people do? I don't know. <laughs> so you study up on French. Taiwanese correspondence. Pause. I got no idea what I'm doing, man. I've been to Taipei once for like literally a day. I'm not going to fucking generalize about the whole Taiwanese culture. You just generalize the whole French culture. Hey, hey, hey. I'm white. They're white. That's all right. <laughs> Anyway, so we're here introduced to this uh, Ching Miao character, and her dad is the leader of the gang that Chao Su Chi is actually a part of. Yeah, and uh, the the dad is kind of like the, the So Wang group or something. The Sun Tong, Sun Tong, the, the Wing Kong Exchange. I don't know. What, they're <laughs> what are they called? <laughs> uh, that's a big trouble China dogs. joke. What are they called? Uh, sleeping dogs. Ah, uh, they've got weird names for sleeping dogs, but they're essentially the triads. So this this guy, this old guy, he's a pretty young. He looks like a skinny Eric Sung actually, um, and he he's he does doesn't he? Yeah. Who? But incidentally, Eric Sung got uh, he get caught up in a some car chase with the cops in China. No, I don't know, Eric Sung. Don't know. Don't know. Yeah. Anyway, we can make that up. His social scores in the shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this this dad is then invited, uh, you know, got a gambler onto his boat, and they're all having a chat. And uh, and it turns out that one God, God God foreshadowed. He says we shouldn't splash your money around this these parts. Yeah, that's right. Because he's handing money, out, he's tipping everybody. And there's a henchman, Kenneth Lowe, plays a henchman who uh, sees this money and he starts to get the greedy eyes, his cash dollars in his face. Can I ask you a question about this though? Like, Kenneth Lowe? No, 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 not about Kenneth Lowe. Kenneth Lowe is easy to understand. <laughs> I'm asking a question about why do they become so buddy buddy so fucking quickly? That's a good point. Like I, I, I've got to say, like you know, like did we, we? I think we we're talking about this while we we're watching it. Did we ever come to the conclusion that he actually knew he was the god of gamblers? No, no, no. There was a conclusion made that the god of gamblers knew that who he was. Yeah, god someone of gamblers knew who he was. Yeah, but he didn't know who god of gamblers was. So how the fuck does he get invited on a goddamn boat? Because it's Chow. Because look at his face. 
He's so... Even a mummy would trust that face. Yeah. You know, the thing is, like... Charisma. Even, charisma. Yeah. Even when he's I ta- say. Even when he's, like, creeping on his, on, his, on his daughter with a camera, he's like, oh, you compliment me by taking... What did you say? Giving her face or something. Oh, he's saying, yeah, he's complimenting you by by looking your way. You know, like, you, you've got to, you know... He, well, Charles got the confidence, he, you know, like, he's the kind of guy that you want to hang around with. And I, I only Charles can pull about, that off, because I've done that before. And, they were, and they were talking about, like, people reading and things as well, saying, because he, um, I think he comments at one point that, oh, the young kid, like, didn't like me from the first look, he knows people kind of thing. Yeah, and uh, and the dad's going. Yeah, yeah. It, my youngest is my favorite. He would take over from me. Yeah, because women are nothing in this film. Yeah, yeah essentially. Wong Jing doesn't rate women at all. Nope. Yeah, he just nope. bridges them or jars them. So, uh, I think there's a there's a second second little plot point going on where the 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 daughter says, "Oh, Chao is is like um." Take, taken over in in the part we have to do we have to go back and um, set up to like defend against him or something. Yeah, this like and games of thrones. So she sent it. So so the boss sends her back yeah, ahead of them. So she's off to Taiwan. Whilst they then go on the party boat. Yeah. With the with the uh, booze. So then we're um, cut it's to like nighttime. The baddest dancing in a fucking film I've seen. Yeah. Cut to nighttime. They're all having like a party just, dancing. You see that dude? He's like, wow, wow, wow. He's doing the twist and shit. But it's bad, it's out of time. I don't know, maybe they cut the music out. I Who assume knows? that when they took the footage, there was no actual music. <laughs> Dance music like it's post. 1994. Anyway, um, so they're all having a, a party time. And uh, and he gets to know Chow a little bit better, as uh, as you do at late at night, drinking booze. Yeah. There's a great scene between Chow and the little kid. I mean, he's talking about, oh, broken hearts and... The kid's bra- basically bragging about how he's uh, he's broken a few hearts. And he goes, oh, let me show you my ex-girlfriends. And um, pulls out um, like a picture. I don't know if it's a picture or it looks like it's, it's a, a photo. photo. Yeah. It's a photo. It's a photo. And is the kid's in the middle of these two. Um, no, it's three. It's three separate women. Three separate women, is it? Yeah. I thought he was in the middle of it. No. Anyway, um, so three se- Well, Michael's going to drop that bomb. Um, so apparently they're a little bit bigger than normal. Stepped on the track here. And um, Chow just, I don't know, just looks, at the, and the translation on this is like, honestly, I want to give a medal to the guy who wrote these subtitles because it is just the best. It's because fucking awful. You love eating fats. That was just like. Pretty much. It was, you know, you couldn't. Yeah, you love eating fats, eh? Yeah, this kid must be all of about. Buffago. Look, <laughs> <laughs> he's even old enough to go through puberty with eating fats. It's, it's just brilliant. I love it. So Chow and the kid are having this like little argument, I think, at the top deck. And then they go out, so him and the, the boss go outside yeah. to have a chat and splash booze over their face but not actually drink any. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and then they're sitting around and then... Uh, you want to shoot that again? Nope. We're nope. Nope. Apparently we're just you splashing drink, on our face. In Taiwan, you drink through like osmosis. Your nose, I think. And get sucked yeah. in somewhere. But then we, cut, then we cut to a pool. It's obviously a pool. And some scuba divers swimming in the pool with... Like uh, spear guns, and they're swimming towards the boat. Kenneth's not just low; he's underwater. So it's Kenneth underwater. It's really poor how they do this. So six or so scuba men get on board the the boat, and they start, you know, shooting up the joint. And at some up a joint, yeah, shooting up a joint. Spear guns, obviously. Because uh, why carry a real gun? 
And it's underwater. <laughs> yeah, but are they actually killing people underwater? Not yeah, intentionally, they tried no. To. They tried to shoot chat. I don't know. Yeah, how... yeah, yeah. Well, they're on the boat at this point, so um, they fire the spear gun off at the the leader bad guy. Because uh, Chow has this thing on, and he's like, "Wait a minute, they're on the boat. They're on no, the boat." You can hear somebody going bloop, <laughs> bloop. So then, uh, one of the bad Actually, guys shot. I have to point this out. There's a shot of uh, Chow Yun Fat's ear twitching. It's like whoop, 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 whoop. You got, you got the acoustics going on. Chiao attacks one, and they both fall overboard onto the uh, into the water. Well, there's a great fight where Chow's fighting with a guy, and he's got a knife, and <laughs> he grabs the the um, breathing apparatus off him and puts it in his mouth to say, "You know, oh, we're underwater. I'm going to do this." But you can clearly see he's like four inches from the surface of the water <laughs> in the pool, and like, but then he just cuts the line, and the guy goes, you know, flying back. My my thing with that right is they make a point of doing that in the first fight with one, and there's like another two or three guys that come at him through this. That's the only time he actually takes a breath from the thing. All of these other three fights, he like fights them and cuts their air and everything. Not one point does he take another breath. So this I just want to point out that during this fight scene, as soon as he's able to get the respirators off of them or cut the respirators, they're out of the fight. But that guy can just keep going. With no no oxygen, no at more all. air. Everybody else, as soon as they get like their ability to breathe out of the respirator gone, they're dead. Essentially, they're dead in yep. the film. He does those. He does some like rolling, like death rolls, catching their knives and rolling around and so forth. And uh, by the time he's out of the water, anyway, um, we've got uh, you know Kenneth Hose on on the boat, taking out everyone and and he's killing the boss guy. In, oh, the, in the dance floor. He sweeps, he shoots him in the leg with a spear gun. He sweeps him and then he uh, gets this like massive 12-inch blade and just nails him right in the chest with it. All while the little boy who's hidden in a like a little closet is watching this. Yeah, yeah. And he's, you know, like the dad sitting there all mouth in, like, sorry, blood in his mouth. And it looks, it looks pretty graphic. And you're thinking, man, this is a Wong Jing flick, right? So you're thinking there's got to be a joke somewhere, but there's no joke because this is real life. This is serious. <laughs> it's real. It's, it's real. It's really real. It's real serious, man. So, uh, of course, uh, he goes off uh, thinking he's won and stealing all the riches. And uh, then Chow yeah, set fire comes on board. The ship. And uh, just with his dying breath, he goes, make me one promise and take my boy back to, to Taiwan. It's not the only fucking thing he says. He also says to his kid, yeah, don't cry. Oh, yeah. The, the, the don't cry. Up. Daddy, daddy. Oh, I don't so care if you're seven years old. I'm going to die. You man up. <laughs> or you are out of the family. In fact, Suck it up, princess. In fact, I'm just telling you right now, you're adopted and I never loved your mother. It's just... Uh, I always hated you. <laughs> your sister was my favorite. <laughs> so, actually, there's, you guys walked out on this one, Nathan and Mike, but... Um, we did when, need a drink. When they, you guys went and got a drink, and what happened was Chow grabs the kid, and the kid's like hanging on, and Chow's like, "No, he's dead. Let go." The kid punches him in the face. He's like, "I don't care. I'm gonna take you anyway." And he does this dive out of the boat, and as they dive off the boat, a big fucking explosion with a fireball follows them out. It was pretty impressive. It it really was because it actually looked like it. The fire actually threw him out. Yeah, yeah. I think the stuntman actually probably died. <laughs> <laughs> Or he has no hair left on his body. <laughs> and uh, burl- and new we- child and- actor, please. And um, I- I'm pretty sure that the burlap sack he had in his arms when he jumped overboard survived as well. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the shot, I think the next shot is them drying uh, the kid's money because the kid is a, his dad's a wealthy gang lord or whatever, right? And the kid's drying all this money on the rocks, and the rocks are just covered in cash, like hundred dollar bills. Not to mention the gold platinum credit card. Yeah, you know, back yeah. in nineteen ninety, whatever this was. And Charles like, man, your dad gave you a lot of money, and I think the kid's just like, shut up. Shut up, this kid's got attitude. It's the kid from, uh, if anyone's listening at home, from uh, Legend of New Charlene. I don't actually know the kid's name. That kid's annoying. Hey, he's all right. I mean, he knows martial arts. So. Child actor. Yeah, he could have been worse. I heard there was actually worse. three different kids in this movie, and they, just, they like every time he mouthed off, they killed him. A little Milo and Otis situation? They, yeah. By the time they got to the third kid, he, he knew to behave himself. So <laughs> That's my theory anyway. So. You're not funny. You're going to throw off your cliff. <laughs> Triplets. Tekken <Check it> style. <laughs> They do. This is this is. I'm gonna say right here. The next the next couple of scenes is the reason why I actually picked this film because they introduce you to these caricatures of people like the, one of the cops. The that, police. The police come and arrest them, of course, because they're the ones that blew up the boat. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're like, oh, you all, you know, you got so much money, you must be the the thieves, right? This must be the loot. See, before that, like, what happens is there's a cop asleep at his station, right? And the phone rings, and he scares the hell out of him. He picks the phone up. And he doesn't do the whole Taiwan police. Can I help you? It's like, what do you want? I'm sleeping here. And he's like, a boat on fire. We're on it. He is the penultimate fascist. It's not Taiwan though. It's mainland China. Uh, mainland yes, Taiwan. Mainland we'll go with that. All right. Mainland China. This guy has got this like angry face. Like he wants to abuse some criminals and stuff. And just the look on his face when he answers the phone. And then he goes and finds these criminals. And he's taking them in. He's like, all right, now you're mine. I'm going to do what I want with you. And uh, he's got them in cuffs, this kid and Chow Yun-Fat, and he throws them onto the ground. And I love that the, uh, the, the police captain who comes in wearing a coat over his shoulders, like not even with his arms in the sleeve, just kind of pushes Bison. him. Yeah, just pushes him to the side. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't get me in trouble like you did last time torturing those, you know, <laughs> Yeah, you're the captors. reason why we're getting done for all these human rights violations. <laughs> and the guy's like, uh, they're related. Turns out that the, the police captain is his brother-in-law. His brother-in-law, yeah. And um, in comes his wife um, <laughs> with soup, nonetheless. Yeah. And he's like, he's, eat the soup, it's hot. And then she's massaging the captain's back. And he's like, at, at first you think the captain's like quite reasonable. He's like, now tell me what happened. What's going on here? And then like, he gets a call. He's like, we've got to go here. He's just like, you, get the cuffs off him. Cook them some noodle. And like, yep. Oh, the- you, you missed the best bit. Like the wife's massaging the captain and uh, and she starts talking for him. And uh, talking down to Chow and stuff, and then the captain punches her in the face. Well, he does. She does it like three times. Like every time he goes to talk, she does it. And then on the third time, end of the third time, she just looks at the captain and says, "What do you think?" And he does a back fist without even standing. He's like, "Pow!" <laughs> she just passes out. I just Hashtag one of the me main too. one of the main themes. Classic is it, Wong Jing. <laughs> main themes in this movie is spousal abuse, and I, I, I for one, am, am, am all for it. It's just. Oh. Um, Twelve months without any misogyny. Then <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be real now, everybody. The female characters in this film are not well realized. They're either love interests, fridged, jarred, or just like foils. They're not good. And I feel bad about it, but at the same oh. time that shit's funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's Wong Jing, ladies and gentlemen. It is Wong Jing. Um, he was a relic of his time. Yeah, so as Christian had intimated, the other cops come in and he's like, oh, and get, don't, don't you get some ointment me again, all right? <laughs> get some ointment for my wife and get noodles for the for the prisoners. 
So then they have like a little scuffle, and Chow and the kid manage to escape. The brother-in-law comes back in. Yeah, that's right. And he's with his uh, electric zapper thing. Yeah, the fights are pretty kind of. Eh. It's a great 1990s taser. It's just big. It looks like one of those big torches. It probably takes like it's a cattle prod. No, cattle prods are bigger than that. It's an Asian cattle prod. They're smaller horses, smaller, smaller cows. Small cows. It's smaller and more compact. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's pretty funny. Um, so they managed to, to beat off these uh, these cops, and they managed to get escape, and they steal a car, uh, and they drive it away. To some secluded location where they cover it in branches to hide it. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. And uh, walk the rest of the way to a town where they find a cheap motel to uh, book into. Yeah, this is where they introduce a couple of secondary characters. And the first one we meet is... This is where I fell asleep for about seven seconds. <laughs> the, the Man, these, food this, coma. this whole thing is bad. Like, I like the characters, but the whole thing goes like 15, 20 minutes. It's bad. Well, we don't need to introduce like the whole scene, but essentially there's a couple of characters. One of them is Yu Yu, who's uh, this chick who runs uh, the... Or her, her, her screen name is Little Miss Happy Sunshine. Is that actually her screen name? Little no. Miss Happy Sunshine. Um, no. I just said that because of the way she is. Her name is, yeah, she's not very... Actually, yes, it is. It is now. <laughs> Miss Happy Sunshine, and uh, he's, uh, they go into this restaurant because it's a hotel slash restaurant slash whatever you need, and they sit down and like, and Chiao's looking over, hey, hey, and she's like, Mm-hmm. And he goes, hey! And she turns around and does this, what, what probably like a sonic boom with a mouth. Um, and just, they're like, whoa, we heard that. And she's like, I heard you. I just didn't want to answer. She's got a lot of attitude. And, uh, yeah. She's rude but chewed, just like the 90s were. Cowabunga, dude. <laughs> Bring me some noodles. That's Raphael. And then, like, three seconds later, she rocks up with these noodles, puts them on the deck, and, like, He's like, I don't like green, green onions. onions. So she flips him upside down so the onions are on the bottom. <laughs> there you go. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. And uh, that she actually, her brother, I think, uh, runs this illegal gambling den underneath the restaurant. And uh, that's where the kids lost all of his money except for this last $100 note. And uh, God, a gambler says, you idiot. So then he goes down and kind of pretends to be the kid's uh, offside. He's like, my boss here, the kid. Uh, he said that he's lost all his money. He wants a chance to win it back. And now uh, this this shyster, uh, what's his name? Little Trumpet. This shyster, he's he's clearly a you know some kind of schmuck, but he's very low level. And compared to God of Gambits, he's nothing. All right. So they're playing. Uh, I think blackjack is the first game. I want to I want to point out that the God of Gamblers magics him. Yeah. He hypnotizes him, so he sees the wrong card number. It's bad. It's not a very good scene, but I love it. Well. I mean, he also switches the deck. And the reason why the scene works so well is because Little Trumpet's reaction, like he pulls out these two cards, he's looking at them, and he sees a 10, and then he pulls another card, and he sees a king. And he puts the card down saying, your money's mine, because the kid's only got like 17. But then it turns out that his card's actually 16. And just his reaction, he looks at everybody, and he thinks that he's won, but everybody's just like, what are you talking about? You lost. And this happens several times, and his reaction just gets worse and worse. And the best thing is, like, because they, they think a chow young fat's pulling something, so they're like, right, you sit there, put your hands on your head, put your feet on the table, now, now you're back in the corner of the room, like, he's like, I'm nowhere near this guy, I don't know what's going on, you know, you know I'm just me. The best gag is, uh, at the end, they, they bet all the money, all the money's on the table, and uh, the game is, uh, choose the card, whoever has the highest card, right? So the kid pulls a card out, and it's a five. 
And so he, a uh, little trumpet pulls the card out and he only pulls the card. He only turns the card up just to show one side of the card and it's got four diamonds. So he's thinking it's an eight, right? He's like, you just lost, kid. And he flips it over and it's a four, but all the diamonds are on the left-hand side of the card. That's a pretty clever trick, actually. I, I, I would never thought of doing that, but yeah. And it's a funny visual gag. The, uh, he he um, ends it with uh, his sister comes in and um, she's got a little trick where she pulls on cords outside and fake like police cardboard characters go past the window and she's got bells and, and lights and, and blows whistles and things and makes everyone in the gambling then think the police raid. So they'll run out going, oh, police, police. Yeah, they think it's, they're scamming people out of their money. Except Chow's obviously the, the biggest scammer, right? Like he's the god of gamblers. Nobody scams the god of gamblers. So he punches him in the face yeah, and the takes dark. the winnings. Yeah, He goes to walk out and then in runs a sister with the meat cleaver. Yeah. Now, I'm a bit confused here because you guys said this was part of it. it a little it was, bit later... It was she, a fake fake cleaver in the first place. It was a fake cleaver, but against it got a gambler's throat, it looked complete. And then when she puts it against another, uh, some, another throat, there's a circle where it's been cut out. So I don't know whether the prop department messed up or this was all part of it because in the beginning, it looked like it was against his throat for real. I didn't see the cut. No, well, the cut doesn't show up until uh, he puts it on. Yeah, little it, was, it was meant to be fake, like she's not really going to hurt anyone. She was just a scare kind of thing. Yeah, these guys are like low-level crooks. They're not going to actually harm anybody, They're right? Doing no murder, no murder. One eight seven, y'all. No, and then the and while Chow's there, he's got the upper hand against all of them. And then there's a news on the radio about two escaped convicts who are extremely dangerous and armed. Yeah, no, no, it's one convict who's kidnapped a child. And then, then he gives Charlie. In fact, gives him this look like, "That's me that you're gonna be at. They, they, do what I say." They do do this great angle of Chow with the light, like a harsh light on him, so he looks kind of creepy. And he's like, "That's me." I tell you what, he plays a psycho pretty well. Like, oh yeah, you know, it's almost like believable. Like, okay, he's gonna snap. <laughs> so he makes a deal with him, saying, "I need to get to Taiwan. If you take me there, I'll give you three million dollars each." Yeah, they're all like, oh, "That's three million dollars." <laughs> Shit, okay. That well, you I would have done it for thir- I would have done it five bucks on a sandwich. Just you know? as I agree, the police arrive. The actual police, yeah. The actual police with like police cops. I know, like a hundred hundred cops or something. Like oh, there's a lot of them the place. surround the place, and uh, obviously one thing mainland China has always had is bodies. True. There's a great scene before this, like we missed, where the the cops and the and the police chief actually find the the um the car that they've hidden in the bushes and that. And they got the sniffer dog out, and the captain's like sniffing the car sniffing as the well. Car as well yeah. He's like, "Done, they got away." <laughs> the police captain is absolutely my favorite character in this film because he's just so over the top. And who is that character? Who is he? Who's the actual actor? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know his actual he, name. He, he will find it. I will find it at some point. Talk amongst yourselves. So uh, they're in the basement of this building, and they're like, "They've got, got a secret a special smuggler, smuggler tunnel. tunnel, right?" But the fucking idiot breaks the key and doesn't know how to open the lock, and they're attacking it with um, crowbars, essentially. And he's and- like, "Have you got any gas?" And he puts gas bottles into a place where they're shooting bullets. Yep. And like, we've got no time. We need to get out of here. Yep. And um, there is a little bit in here where Che and Fat makes the the police, like the fake police and the two D police, and the the lights go off for a little bit. Yep. That makes them just start shooting into the building. The real police shoot into the building, and uh, they're trying to escape. And they get they get out, and then they get into the tunnel. Is that right? Yep, yep. And uh, in the tunnel, they've there's fake cop uniforms that they've got stashed there. And they're like, oh, thank God, we found these fake cop uniforms. 
and uh, I think the sister steps in a bear trap. Yep, she definitely does. So Chow Yun Fat has to carry her for a while. And the excuse in a sexy, for the, sexy way. The, the, the excuse for the bear trap is I didn't want wild dogs to come in, but I mean this thing was the size of a like. It was a, a bear cup. trap. Yeah, it was a bear trap. I mean, what kind of? How big are the dogs in mainland China? Those pandas, man. You got to. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to fuck with them golden Don't sun bears. Fuck with them. Um, so they're out into you know the town trying yeah. to get to the boat. Yeah, they're in a there's a there's a section in which they're in like a looks like some kind of field maybe a yep. rice field or some shit cornfield isn't it and, well I don't know if they have that much corn in China that's my point <laughs> and um... <laughs> have you have you guys not talked the about corn. the uh, have you talked about the sheet scene has that passed yet no oh, not yet we're oh, coming yeah, up to we're, that. we're just oh, getting sorry, up to sorry. it spoiler so, alert spoiler Elvis, alert Elvis Choi Elvis Choi is the police Elvis captain Choi. Elvis Choi that's a fucking fantastic a name I want you to look up if he's got any movies because I want to that's the next one we're going to so <laughs> Elvis they, Choi week Elvis Choi uh, so they but the, the point I'm bringing up here is at some point she sees a picture she has a picture oh she's got a picture of, of the, the god, god of, of gamblers from the behind because like he never shows his face in the picture and she's so, like he's so say- dreamy I've never yep, seen someone. She, she's totally into him. Yep. Um, but she's being carried by the God of Gamblers. She yep. just doesn't know. She doesn't know. But she sees him from behind and he goes, hmm. And then has, he... has a weird dream sequence for no yeah, reason. Yeah, there's first one of two of uh, Chow Yun Fat being in an officer's uniform and her dancing in a spotlight to bad synth music. It's awful. It's officer and a gentleman. It's just bad. I don't know what's going on. And can I want you tell you me what's going on, I... Sam? Sam, can you tell me what's going on? I'll tell you what's going on. We're watching a Wong Jing film from having a fetus in a jar <laughs> yes. to a, a lovely dream sequence where people are dancing in a spotlight, Nathan. And I'll have you know... Thanks. That and I'll have you know... Me, that but that's cool. As soon as I get home, I'm downloading that bad synth music. All right. That's yeah. my yeah. ringtone. That's what you want. car every day? Yeah, yep. Um, so they're <laughs> into the town and they do the old maze in between the buildings trick where they're there's all some, running one way and then going the other way. Okay, moments. And uh, of course, they one of them climbs up the building, and then they all run underneath him. Ha ha ha! He's for someone. Let's put this in perspective. He doesn't run up a building. That just makes him look superhuman. He goes up. There's a very narrow uh, pa- um, pathway, and Alleyway. he goes up between the two buildings, like one hand on each side of the building. Yes. And he's sitting there, and he nearly drops his hat. He's like whew, caught it. Looks over at his hand, and there's a bug or something crawling on it. And does the, oh, boom, boom, hits the ground. And everyone turns around and goes, there he is. Next thing you know, the police chief sees him. He's like, takes the... There's a sheet next to me. Takes his jacket <laughs> off, grabs this white sheet. Hang on, hang on, hang on. This is, this is actually the reason why I wanted to do this film. Because <laughs> the police captain, he doesn't just take his jacket off. He throws it behind him without looking, and it hangs up on the railing. And he pulls a white sheet. Off from the uh, from the clothesline. Uh, clothesline, and anybody here seen uh, Once Upon a Time in China too? This is clearly a parody of that uh, alleyway scene between Jet Li and Donnie Yen, <laughs> and the police. I was going to say that's uh, that's that's where I remember the sheets from. Yeah, and the other the other thing, yeah, like the Iron Monkey as well with the freaking poles and shit. Flying <laughs> tree. Okay. Uh, so he's he's like he spins it around and he starts acting like it's a stick, like so the the sheets are a a, a, a 
a physical hard object, and he's, but it doesn't look realistic at all. It just is flopping around. It looks like garbage. But you know and, the greatest thing and about little this trumpets, is like walking backwards from it, going, "Oh my god, no, 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 no!" You missed it. The greatest part about that was little trumpet says, "I'm not afraid." Takes off his police hat and is while he's backing away, parrying it. So you've got these sheets that look like a pole that are extending about eight feet past the the cop being parried by a 30 centimeter policeman's hat and a crook there going i'm not afraid of you i'm not afraid of you but i'll back again alone just gold absolute and gold. Uh, as soon as he comes out of the uh, corner chow jumps in with a pair of a pair of garden shears yeah and cuts it in half yep and, and he's like ha 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 and the best part is she's he's pulling opening and closing with ha 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 and the, the police chief's back him oh wait a minute and then they fall apart the shears break <laughs> right and the cop, the head, the head cop smiles, and they all get captured. And I'm like, you can still stab people. No, they. Uh, he jumps uh, on the the cop. You and, clearly and never played sheet hat shears before. <laughs> <laughs> then they jump. They jump on the police chief and. Uh, what beats what in sheet hat shears? <laughs> well, obviously, so, hat beats sheet. Hat beat. No, 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 no. Shears beats sheet because he cuts the sheet. So what? Hat, hat beats beat shears. shears. <laughs> and. She- <laughs> She's hat. Yeah, my wraps up hat. She beats hat. Okay, yeah. yeah, I think we've got it. Let's let's play that later. What would the, <laughs> what the, what would the pictures be? This like a flat one would be essentially. No, we need sheets, a hat, and shears. <laughs> <laughs> play ship for real. Um, yeah. So they no, capture us in sheet hat shears. They capture the uh, police chief and put a gun to his head, and then obviously escape from the other rest of the police by holding him hostage and get to the boat. Yes, and then they escape. On with the, the boat with the captain as a as and a oh we forget they mentioned it earlier but uh, the the smuggler's name is the Condor the Condor yes and they're on the boat and we are introduced to the Condor uh, which is this old man with one eye patch, patch yeah yeah who's and a, uh, he's a Condor but uh, his name's a Condor because he's bald <laughs> well yeah he's bald he's got an eye patch and he's uh, he's played by Ka Ying Law. Now, the one thing about this, this is a great... Uh, I think this is another Wong Ching um, tip. Uh, he doesn't wear the eye patch properly. He has it over his ear. What? If you yeah. look at him from the side, the eye patch doesn't go up behind his ear or anything like that. He's actually got it going across his ear, as if to say, no, I don't wear this properly. This is this is part of it. I've seen people wear, wear eye patches like that before. Over the ear? Like yeah. blocking the ear canal? Yeah. What's the point? It's not going to stop you from hearing. But it muffles it. It might. It just bends the ear, ear bit back a little bit. Yeah, but if you Maybe ever wore... can't afford a custom-fitted eye patch. Yeah, what, moving it three centimetres to the he's left? He's from the mainland China, man. <laughs> Leave the man alone. He's got a second-hand well, eye he's, patch, he's not man. from mainland China. He's a... Uh, he's, Taiwanese. he's Taiwanese. Secret intelligence he's... service. That was my joke. You burnt me. Ah, oh, you burnt me. Nathan to the burn ward. Nathan to the burn ward. So Condor sees the police captain there and he starts laughing. Oh. Yeah. He's been working in intelligence for so long. And 18 finally, years, my friend. Finally. 18 years. And then he found out it wasn't his. 18 years. He blows his cover, rips his shirt off, his jumper off to reveal that he's wearing a Taiwanese shirt underneath. What's his, what's his English name? Uh, Simon Sim- Tart. Simon Tart. Yeah. Simon but, Tart is his name. But when he, 173173173. Yes, it's time. 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 Yes, it's time.
Okay. Try my foot then. Yeah, he puts his foot up and everyone's like, ugh. It smells. <laughs> but I, I like this scene for many, many reasons. He just gets to have his like little three, not even three minutes, like two and a half minutes of just like showboating. He puts his foot in the face of the, like, the, the, cop. the cop. He's like, I'll fuck everybody up. I'm going to take you all down. I don't care. Woohoo, I get to go home. And I kind of don't understand why because he has this one cop because they can take him back and interrogate him. That's really the only reason. And my, my whole thing was like, they would have let him take the cop anyway, really. Yeah. <laughs> but then they get in an argument, and in the end, Condor gets thrown overboard. Yeah, he does Ch- blow. He Ch- does Ch- blow. throws some fuel on him, and he and he like pretends like he's going to fire him to set it light. He, yeah, he's got like a flare gun, and then um, I don't know what happens up. He uh, shoots main, the steering uh, main, wheel. He does. Yeah, he shoots the steering wheel. Then the the, ma- the gunboat from Taiwan comes along, and then they sing some stupid patriotic song to like to go. Gunboat goes, oh yeah, they must be Taiwanese singing that song. Something, yeah, we'll something blossoms. Uh, yeah, cherry blossoms. Or cherry blossoms. Um, but they, the police captain actually manages to escape, and he's holding the girl hostage. Um, and then what they do is they actually beat him up and knock him out, and uh, and that's when they're singing the cherry blossoms, and that's when the Taiwanese uh, coast guard, I guess, are just like, ah, they're Taiwanese. They're singing so, a song. So we flash forward to the next day where they've arrived in Taiwan. Yes. Um, and then they're having a bit of jokes. About uh, how he spoke, they snuck themselves in, don't have a visa, etc. Blah 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 blah. I love the I love the police chiefs. Like I've always wanted to be here. This is great. Woohoo! Thanks everybody. And then he instantly starts like blending in as hard as he fucking can. It's really great. And then he's like, I, I'm. You know what? I'm not because they say, oh, you, we're illegal here. And he's like, I don't care. I'm mainland. They're Taiwanese. They'll run from me. And the next day, well, there's two cops coming right now. And he disappears and is like... <laughs> He's trying to hide. <laughs> He's being part of the background. He goes to this sausage stand. And um, what interests me here, though, is that he's a police chief. Couldn't he... This is 1994. Couldn't he still say, like, I'm defecting at this point? Like, couldn't he, couldn't he, do, couldn't he, couldn't he do the Olympic medalist thing? He's got to have mm. some information, right? So, um, the so- he's at the sausage stand, shit. and then he decides to gamble with the sausage vendor for some reason because there's a lot of gambling goes on. Street it's gambling, a terrible game though, because it's just basically Spinning a wheel a thing. with yeah. a, a metal thing attached to a, a the the pointer, and they have to spin the wheel. And if it lands on the money, you win the money, like you win double your money. Yeah, which is in sausage, which I guess in sausages. But uh, the spindle spindles around, spins around, and then it... Just... He's got a, a magnet trying to make it not land on there. Yeah, the shop. And they're going, oh, magnet. it's going back and forth, back and forth. And then it lands on the money and they win. And then, ha, ha, ha. And then Chow pulls out, my magnet's bigger than yours. Yeah. And his magnet's huge compared to the shopkeeper's tiny magnet. Yep. And then they start beating him up. Because they want their sausages. And then, like, the real cops come over to the community. He's like, what are you Wait, beating stop, him up stop. for? Puts his hand, his thumb over Simon Tart's face. And says, this is my ID. I'm Simon Tart. My it's my one seven three one seven three one seven three. And uh, arrest this man for you know gambling, whatever. Well, yeah, they, oh, I didn't really pay attention. No, nah, they're saying that he's like a Chinese spy. Oh, a spy. That's um, right. So they're saying arrest him, and uh, he's obviously gone off, and they've taken all the man's sausages. While all this was going on, the boy said, "I'm going to call my sister to come pick us up." 
Yes, but it's not her sister that comes. His sister that comes picks them up. Well, three cars arrive, and he's like, "Ah, oh, sister, sister!" And he goes towards the car, only for the bad guys to jump out, and they're like, "Oh no!" Because his sister then just happens to arrive in her stretch limo. So the Same three time. cars that rock up are black um, four door saloons. The sister arrives in a stretched white limo, which he's seen before, and he just decides to go towards a you know the the car with the best candy, apparently. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's just not about. much of this setup though because they just capture uh, Yu Yu and uh, the little kid. Yep. And they take him to Chao Su Chi's casino. Yep, and and the sister's like, quickly, we have to cut them off at the casino. At this point, I just want to step in and just say we have not talked about how bad Yu Yu is as a human being. She's a piece of shit. She and has she's been annoying the entire killers. time, and I'm glad she's gone. She has painkillers, <laughs> right? And just they're ignore, pills ignore that you the put on a, on a leg wound. Yes. Yeah, there was a, there were drugs throughout the movie that we were just neglecting to mention. She has no hopes, dreams, or ambitions other than to meet the god of gamblers one day. So they arrive at the cas- underground casino. Right, so she's a one-note character with no potential uh, thoughts or feelings, really. So a female in a Wong Jing movie. <laughs> oh, snap. Anyway, they arrive at the uh, underground casino, which happens to be underneath a cinema. And uh, go downstairs, and the sister... Is wearing some smoking like she's wearing red like a trench red coat thing going on. Yeah, I think we missed a big part because when they rock up at the cinema and you look at all the billboards, clearly they're on them. <laughs> oh, the actual the other movies. Yeah, the, the, actors. the actors are actually on these billboards, but they just got different hairstyles. Yeah, and, you know, it's clearly them. Yeah, I mean the the, the brother of of um, Miss Happy Sunshine. He's in a movie with some other, and he he's you know he's got the you know. Let's the, go watch that. <laughs> The smoldering stare. He's like, "Hi, I'm your wet dream," and just you know. But they don't. They're just like, "Oh, we're going to the movies." Oh, okay. No one will go. No, who goes to movies? No one goes to movies anymore. This is the first setup where Chao Su Chi shows up, and uh, you know, God of Gambles is there now. Nobody knows what he looks like. He obviously knows Chao Su Chi because he's the one that killed his wife. And he's like, "Oh, he, he showed the video." Him. But he's got one more day. Oh, wait, he's got two more days left before he can do anything. Admit that he's a gambler or whatever. Yep. Uh, but this is a chance for um, for the sister to show her stuff. I realize now that we forgot a major plot point in this film. We've forgotten about his like friend who's Mr. Magical. Chin yeah, Chin Pushing. Ah, uh, he did arrive at the at the. No, he's been in. He he arrived at the prison. Uh, yeah, the, he's the, the, the one station. that told him where they were in the in the town when they were yeah, running through the mazes. It's been, and stuff. it's been a a thing like I guess it's important because later on it's a reveal for something he's other, got some for other supernatural reasons, powers but, yeah but I thought it was important that we remember that there's another character he has magic powers to change cards and set people's hats on fire read their not exactly minds not sure how he's setting people's hats on fire considering he's not magic real magic but he's setting people's fucking slide of hats hand, on man, fire slide of hand man slide of hand he wasn't touching that guy's hat he does that supernatural so powers. quick that's quick the hands. point that's the point is that quick the only person who can Chang. be the god of gamblers is supernatural Chung Pushing. So he gambled against him once. So they have quit. some some game where they want the boy back, so that she has to win two out of three. And the first game, blackjack, she calls and basically kicks all of his henchmen's butts uh, by kicking them in the face when they this get is over under twenty one. Blackjack, by the way, yeah, pretty impressive uh, kicks to the face. But uh, blackjack foo. Yeah. Sounds like a. Is this a where she takes her like jacket off? That that it's our second game. She takes her jacket off. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and and the 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 sidekick gets the nosebleed like the anime yeah. kind of thing the going on. Yeah. Trumpet has his nosebleed. 
And uh, uh, there was a great moment. Uh, I'm sure it comes later, but he's standing right next to her and he's looking down her top. Yeah. And his nosebleed <laughs> is so violent. He has to put all of his things up his nose. Uh, <laughs> and, anime as fuck. Uh, uh, it, was, but, it was funny. And what was the second game? Second game was roulette. So, oh, that's right. And they're firing the balls off at each other and pinging them out of their hands. Well, she calls so. a number and she flicks a, a, a silver ball. And he calls like one, two, three, four, five, and he basically destroys her ball with his one, and he shoots her hand before she can throw another ball, and then all of his balls land on one, two, three, four, five. Yep. So, so he, he wins, wins the second game. And the third game is decided by Little Trumpet, who's still trying to hold the blood in his. No, nose. no. First, first, um, they're like, I think I know you, Chow. Are you the god of gamblers? And he's like. Ha ha ha! You got me. I'm the no no because they do they they pull the um the card first so they play the third game which is who's got the biggest card. No, you see, little trumpet gets there and says, "I should decide what the last game is." And the god of gamblers like, "Shut up!" No, no, I will decide. No, he realizes he's got he pulled the ace out of the pack and he says, "Choose the lowest card instead." Yeah. To to you know, Trump is um pulling the highest card out. Yeah, and that's when Chow goes up there because uh, she's about to put the card down because she pulls a three and Chow goes and he gets a, her card and he's like, no, nah, let me do it. And he does it and he pulls out a two of diamonds which is the exact card that Chow Sil Chi's got. Yep. So he's like, what? You don't think there's two two of diamonds in there, do you? <laughs> and that's when Chow Sil Chi's like, yeah, looks like you got a pretty good gambler next to you. Yep. Who are you? And he starts suspecting that it's, you know, God of Gamblers. Yep. And that's and when God of Gamblers he- is like... Give me my costume. <laughs> he pulls on a jacket and says, I'm the apprentice of the God of Gamblers. Here's the real God of Gamblers and turns around in the chair and little trumpets in the chair with his hair slicked back in a ponytail. He's also holding like five aces <laughs> and and he just looks like a gangster but a bad gangster. He's like, oh yeah, that's me. And his bodyguard is the police chief who has got a jacket on <laughs> suspiciously, and, and is wearing sunglasses with a price with tag. With a price tag. It is brilliant. Just brilliant. My favorite thing of this scene is that the chair that he's sitting in is too high. So to turn around, he actually has to toe <laughs> all the way around on the chair. Uh, Wong Jing. Uh, so they set up that he's the god of gamblers and, uh, you know, the, the, he's, uh, Charles Suchisi wants to gamble with him. So he's like, all right, I want to do this. And that's when um, Dagger Chan or you know, the real God of Gamblers says, nah, bullshit. Three, Three days. days time. Three days time, you'll gamble with the God of Gamblers. And so Chao Siu Chi is like, all right. We have to get everyone to come and watch. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah, a, get That's an there. excuse for three days. And so they, they've won this round, which means that the kid and Yu Yu can actually uh, go with them. And so they leave and they end up going back to um, the kid's sister's place, yep. Ching Miao's place. And she's trying to like... Uh, smack on with little trumper who she thinks is the god of gamblers or well she's trying to entrap him because she knows he's not the god of gamblers but she starts doing things like uh, hey do you want a chocolate because the god of gamblers is known for loving chocolate and little trumper's like nah we should do things that grown people do <laughs> yeah. no no because he goes where's your jade ring i didn't like it i don't like the color do you want some candies no adults don't have candies What's yeah. the other thing? The, Let me take, take your picture. Photo. Let yeah. me take oh, your do picture. Do you have a tattoo? And he goes, yes, I do. In a very special place. Yeah, it's pretty great. Because the whole thing is he wants to see her tattoo, which is on her titty. <laughs> he wants and, to see a flower. Yeah, she's got a flower tattoo on her breast. We're pretty sure because we saw like an outline of it in an yep. earlier scene. Uh, and he's just constantly talking about that tattoo for like a whole scene. 
And he's like, yeah, I've got one. It's in a really hard to see place. And then he lifts his fucking foot up. It's on like and the, the... And it was like, I love who? Big love tit Lara or something. Big tits Big Lynn. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, that whole scene kind of plays out. And then she realizes that he's a fake. She kicks the shit out of him. And she's like, man, who are you? And then uh, Coach Chan is in the, the background. We understood that. Little Trumpet spills the beans. And just before she... Coach Chan comes in the room yeah. and uh, stops her from shooting him. Yeah, he's basically like, look, just give it two days and then you'll meet the real God of Gambas. Yeah. Yeah. And he's... This is this is one of the things. Chow Yun Fat loves to be in scenes where he just beats up women. Because uh, <laughs> he pushes her on the bed. He's all aggressive with her. He does the same thing with Yu Yu earlier. Because she's like, you know, I, I want to know who the real God of Gambas is. And he just pushes her on the bed. He's like, if you move, I'm going to beat your ass. Like, you stay here. We've got to keep you safe. Just like every other date I've had. <laughs> date rape. I mean, uh, <clears throat> sorry, uh, I must have spoke out loud. <laughs> so, uh, Chao Su Chi's actually employed somebody uh, from the original break-in in France who can finger Chao. Because Chao Su Chi doesn't know who Chao Yun Fat is or who the God of Gambas is. So, this guy comes in. And he talks to uh, God of Gambas and he said, hey, look, Chao Siu Chi's out there and he's got a whole bunch of men that are going to move in on you. And God of Gambas said, why are you telling me this? And he said, because I gambled with Chao Siu Chi and he's a bastard. You need to get revenge for me. Look what he did. And he shows him that he gambled away his hands. He, was, he had his hands cut off gambling with Chao Siu Chi. Uh, but before he can finish his story, he gets shot from behind through a window um, because they had a tracker on him so they could see where he was. And that's when there's this big, massive break-in with all these people. And there's a couple of like slapstick moments, a couple of not-so-slapsticky moments. My favorite parts of the scene, though, is when uh, Little Trump and the police captain are hiding from the bad guys. Ah. Little Trump actually does this. It's a pretty cool thing. He jumps inside a grandfather clock, puts the, the two clock hands in his mouth, and like all the guys run past him, and you just see his face with his clock hands in it. There's, there's bodies to clocks, though, is the thing. There's like shit in that. There should be shit in that clock. It's just not clocks. Just aren't an empty body. Does not make sense. Nope. But my favorite thing is the fact that uh, at some point the police chief is able to bronze himself up, <laughs> yes. make himself look like an old statue, statue, and then hide like a like a <laughs> like a statue in the middle of a room. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Yes, that was funny. And they're, they're both hiding together, and uh, little, little trumpet. trumpet leans on him, and he hears this voice: "Don't lean on me." <laughs> He's like, what? And then, <laughs> and then he realized, oh, the statue, it's the police chief. The great part after that, they, uh, Henshin runs with like, he, oh, someone's going. And he stands still and he's holding the pendulum in his hands. So all you see is... I thought it was a golf club. No, it's a pendulum. No, it's a pendulum, yeah, from so, the clock. So Little Trumpet is sitting there. The police chief's a bronze statue and he's changed his position. He's like... Whoosh. And then the Little Trumpet's sitting there. He's dressed normal. He's got the mouth, the, the two hands of the clock in his mouth pointing to two and nine or whatever it is and he's just swinging the pendulum with his hands going <laughs> and the guy looks goes past walks back and goes huh? and sort of looks at him and this is the great part about this joke it doesn't happen straight away it's a good 30 seconds before uh, little Trump just goes oh fuck it hits <laughs> him with the, the pendulum a couple of times and beats him up so Charles then hiding with a kid under a bed and he gets found out only for the god of guns to burst through the window and Upside start shooting down up down through a window shooting up everyone so yeah. naturally they win the day yeah they kill everybody once you got the god of guns I think you're probably going to win right yeah. he's the god of guns like the saint of killers or something 
There was one moment where uh, Kenneth Lowe, who's still hanging around, and he's got Yu Yu uh, as a hostage, and every he tells everybody to put their guns down, and the God of Guns. Like Chow Yun-Fat looks at God of Gun and said, yeah, put him down. And he throws his uh, dual Berettas down <laughs> with such force that they actually stand Stick into up. the ground. Yeah, they stick into the ground. And uh, and that's when everything happens at once. Yu Yu's head butts him in the back of the head. And then Chow Yun-Fat kicks up a gun. God of Guns. And basically, Yu Yu gets out of the way. And God of Guns and God of Gamblers just unload on Kenneth Lowe. And I want to point so out here... Who shoots Yu Yu? I think it was Kenneth Lowe when she Kenneth was diving Lowe. out of the way. Yeah, I want to point out here. There's a great uh, trick was probably um, done twenty, ten, fifteen years later in an X Men film. Um, Chow's got two two handguns, got two Berettas, and he's like, he yells out to the God of Guns, who throws uh, clips in the air, <laughs> yeah, right, ammo clips, and Chow in fact just leaps up in midair, catches the the clips in the gun, they click in. And he goes back to shooting. That's right. And done in uh, X-Men Wolverine Origins. And you know what? Ten years before, uh, trend-setting, revolutionary. That's right. It was. Yes. Wang Jing, revolutionary. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Quite stylish, actually. But anyway, as I alluded to earlier, you get shot in that scene. And she dies. She gets fridged. <laughs> dies as being, you know, the females attached to, to Ko-Chan. Yeah, she's like, live. can you just tell me whether you're the God of Gamblers because I love him so much? I'll turn my head for you. Well, he says, you know, God of Gamblers promised his wife that he couldn't say anything for a year and that year ends tomorrow. She nearly got it out of him earlier in the film. Like, there's a second... The second time when they she does the dancing fantasy, she's like, all right, dance with me. And he's sitting there... Yes, that scene happens twice. <laughs> Two times. She sees visioning, like, the... You know, the waltz and the slow thing. And she puts her hands up in the position, like, ready to waltz. And he goes, no, I'm not doing it. I'm doing it walk like an Egyptian. Do, 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 do. <laughs> and just does this really crappy dance out the door. And she's like, what the fuck just happened? That's right. Got a gamble. committing to the part. Committing to the part. So Yu Yu then passes away. So now he has to get vengeance for his wife, his dead baby, and Yu Yu. Yeah. And, and for Condor, Simon Tart. Condor. So, uh, Condor. Although that kind of killed him, technically. Um, <laughs> so they then we flash forward to the next day, and uh, the big showdown's on at the casino. Yeah, that's right. This is Chao Su Chi's uh, casino. And now, Chao Su Chi is actually met with uh, Chung Po Xing, who's the magician from mainland China, who apparently can change cards. And he has this ability to remotely change somebody's cards by picking up another card and, uh, you know, puts it in his hands and it smokes and Rubbing shit. it. Yeah, so you've got Chain Fat, God of Gamblers. He shows up. It's all very official. They're sitting at this table. It's just the two of them, him and Chao Su Chi. Now, Chao Su Chi, the bastard's managed to sneak in a little handgun. Uh, it's an ivory gun so that it doesn't... 15 get- elephants died for this gun. <laughs> and you know what? I just want to point out here, when Chao Young Fat arrives there, right, in the limo and all the people are cheering, this isn't part of the movie it's just his normal Saturday night he <laughs> was pretty big back then he was a big guy so they're at this uh, casino and he's they're all getting ready Chao Su Chi's obviously got everything rigged so that he could win and Chao Yun Fat is uh, they're getting ready to gamble so you know the bets are in the millions right so everybody's supposed to bring one billion US dollars and Chao Yun Fat he's betting big he's clearly looking like he's got the upper hand and then that's when Chao Su Chi starts to get worried. So he's like, nah, change his cards. He signals by uh, lighting a cigarette. 
So Chung Po Shing does his thing because he's up in the top room with another henchman. And so they change his carts and then Chao Yun Fat looks at his carts and he looks real worried. He's like, nah, I'm out. I'm out. He's just lost like a billion dollars in this bet. This is a great thing about this too. They're betting billions of dollars here. Yeah. And the magician guy is like... Uh, the, the, I want 50 million. Yeah. It's <laughs> 50 million. I'm gonna put, you pay me 50 million, I'll change your cards. He's like, yeah, you're going to get 50 million. And it's like, really? 50 million? Yeah, 50 million. There's a $16 billion, billion dollar US hedge fund floating around somewhere. There's a billion dollars on the... Ta- Two billion dollars on the table. I want 50 mil. Yeah, that's, that's it. Right. Look, if you can set someone's hair on fire or hat or whatever, I think you can do more than 50 mil. I could agree. I think you'd be a pretty good gambler. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he changes the cards and Chow Yun-Fat's lost a billion dollars and he's like, I want a break. So then he goes and he meets with the rest of his crew, like God of Guns and that. He's like, I just lost all my money. I think we can lend you another billion. Yeah, yeah. Her, him, uh, so God of Guns and also um, the... The daughter, so the the little kid's sister. Front him up another billion. Yeah. And um, then, like, this is the great part about this. Just found a lazy billion lying around within 15 minutes. And then he goes, I'm going to bet all this, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you my personal wealth, which is about $10 million. $10, $10 billion. billion. It's $10 billion, is it? Uh, yeah. $10 bi- I thought it was a million. No, no, it was worth worth like $15 billion, he says, but you can have it for 10 let's just say, because it's got my... My properties in France, my properties in the US, and blah blah blah. And here's a whole bunch of papers that these four accountants that happen to be sitting over there can verify for you. So he's got all this cash because he doesn't want to show his cards just yet. So this is a second hand, and uh, and the cards are so they're playing poker, and Chao Siu Chi is looking like he's got a uh, a straight flush. We're so, on to the river card. Yeah, not not a royal flush, but a straight flush. And uh, Chao has got like a. I don't know what he's got, but it's like a it's like a royal flush essentially, but it's like a low royal flush if that's a thing. Mm. So he needs an ace. Chow needs an ace of diamonds, I think, to win. And ace uh, of hearts. Uh, ace of hearts. Yeah, heart ace. Uh, so God of Gambles needs a heart ace to win, and Chow Su Chi uh, needs a I don't know like a jack or whatever it is to win. He ends up getting his card, and uh, and that's when Chow's looking at his card. And he's acting like his card's been changed by Chiang Po Shing. He does his little monologue and he throws the card down and it's an ace of hearts. And he wins. And he wins. And Chao Tzu Chi's like, what the fuck? Why didn't your card change? And that's when uh, the guy, the magician upstairs, kicks one of the, the henchmen the through, through the window. Yeah. Pretty good stunt, actually. It's a big ass fall. There's like three stories. There's a, there's a, the scene before that when Chao decides to have a break and like, I, I need to go and I don't want to show my card just yet. They put these two covers over the the, um, the cards and then four men walk up with samurai swords and then face the table, then turn around and there's an announcement, do not touch, go near the table, do not touch the cards, do not do anything. You cannot go near these people. And they're like, these guys are serious. Like, yeah. do not touch these fucking cards. There's $2 billion on the table, maybe more. So he's like, how did you do it? I thought he could change the card. And he's like, ha ha, I had a piece of hair that I used to jingle the card to make you think it was being switched. And then I just lied. Yeah, so he was in it the whole time. He's a mate of mine. We've been playing you, sucker. I knew it the whole time. So technically, Chai and Fat actually cheated in that game. So Chai and Fat cheats constantly in this whole yeah. movie. That's what this movie this is. is it's true. not who's the best gambler, who's the God best of magicians. player. It's literally who, yeah, who's the best sleight of hand man? Pretty much, pretty much. 
So then he's like, mic drop, and wins. Yeah, and everyone's like clapping, and they're all surprised. And that's when Chow Sitch, because the bet, the last bet, is that the loser has to... He'll cut his up, eyes out. Sorry. Yeah, give up their eyes, and obviously their wealth. Um, so Chow Sitch's not happy with that. This is also a good uh, Zatoichi joke from the, blind, uh, from the police the chief. Yeah. Like, is he going to have to become a blind masseuse? Yeah, true. And the, the police chief during this entire card game is actually quite is gold because he's like, when does he turn Super Saiyan? <laughs> when does he do this? When does he do that? And, uh, and to emphasize the, the Zatoichi thing, Chow then grabs the samurai sword and, and cuts down well, uh, yeah, Chow Chuchi. Chow Suchi's got his ivory pistol, and he's so upset, he points the gun at Chow at the God of Gamblers, yep. but then turns around to shoot one of the guards first, and then uh, God of Gamblers is able to kick the gun out before he gets shot, and that's when he picks up the katana and just slices through the table. Into Chow Suchi, killing him, of course. Yeah, disemboweling uh, him. And winning the day. Yeah. With a vertical strike, which is strange, because you would have thought a horizontal strike would have done the same. Nah, it's more dramatic when you cut through the table. Dramatic! It's also got to do with how the man fucking killed his wife. That's right. Yeah, that's right. It's fitting. It's Disemboweling. Kinda, yeah. And so the uh, the film kind of ends with Chow and his, his mate, God of Guns, walking up the stairs. And freeze frame! Freeze frame! And that's the end of the film! He, he freeze frames with him waving the crowd as, as if to say, look, you know... Just send my. Actually, I think it's just normal chair. In fact, just send the coke and hookers to my room. I'll be up there, I'll stay shortly. You know, self defense, <laughs> self defense, <laughs> self defense, sex. Shut up, hookers. For. I'm uh, into that. So that was uh, God of Gamblers two. God of Gamblers two. Uh, wow, what a what a great way to bring Wang Jing back into the fold. And for those of you wondering, yes, we actually haven't done God of Gamblers one. Um, we decided we weren't going to do sequels last year, so this year we're not going to do we're not going to do the first one of anything. <laughs> Actually, that would be pretty funny. We should do a whole year, <laughs> year of like sequels, <laughs> sequels, Drunken Master Two. We, all right, let's see how long we keep that up for. How, how many? How many could we say though that where the sequels better than the original? Not many, but I also don't think we can do that because I think the first one that's already going to go up is uh, Come Drink with Me, which is the original. Yeah, that's true, and that's the first one for January, so this yeah, uh, bit true. won't work. Yeah, Golden Swallows the sequel, isn't it? Yeah, we are the masters of our own destiny. <laughs> we do, well, actually, it's already we got this shit organized. Don't you worry about that. We'll, we'll figure it out at some point. Scott's already set it to go up. Yeah. <laughs> so, got a gamble. There's a whole two. bunch of sequels that we can do. Now, what do you think? What's your favorite move? What do you want to do? There's lots of things I would like to do. Well, I haven't seen uh, anything with Chow Young Fat in it. Um, to be perfectly honest with you, what I, I haven't, I, I I missed everything. I don't, Do you I, miss each episode? We've done like at least three Chow movies. I haven't been here for those ones. Chris might not have been here. Well, there you go. So this you missed welcome. you missed Shotgun on a string. Yeah, I, welcome to Chow. You fat Christian. Thank you, thank you. Um, it's not as bad as I, I, I yeah, I've never I've heard a lot about him. What? I've just. Are you saying not just for this, but you've never seen him in a film ever? Yeah. Have you not seen The Killers or Hard Boiled? Nope. Have you never seen Paris of the Caribbean? <laughs> chest or whatever it is. Oh, I, I saw that one. Or the Sorry. replacement replacement killers was it? Yeah, that's where you should start your Chow Yun Fat uh, movie watching. That Pirates of the Caribbean. Who was he in that? Uh, the was he a pirate? Pirate Lao Feng, I think. Okay, what was about, it set in the Caribbean? What about? <laughs> I think what about Crashing before. Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Uh, actually, yes, I have seen Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and I didn't realize he was in it. Let's not talk about better films. <laughs> <Some> main fucking. <laughs> <bad. Yeah. laughs> Sorry, look, I, all the good ones uh, I miss. I, I glanced over. Um, 
I got a big um I, I gotta say I got a big thing when you guys were um really into Jet Lee films. I never I never liked the wire stuff. Now I know Chow Young Fat doesn't do that, but I sort of branched away from a lot of that stuff because I didn't like the wire. Mm. So I, I I glanced over a whole basic generation of um <laughs> Asian action films. So I have a little bit of knowledge about some no, that's so, fair enough. So from this film then, is there a particular movie you saw that you wanted to do? Um Oh, I, I would say um look it's gonna have to be the um the the sheet move. I, I just <laughs> I just wanna be able to like I, I, you know how Hilarious. You, you know how much you would freak people out if you just walk through a shopping center like Grab a t shirt. <laughs> like essentially do what is a, essentially a super saiyan version of a wet towel trick. <laughs> yeah. Slip, I have to say, though, like um, we were talking earlier about, you know, the first one being not as funny, but this one as well, they're not really, there's there's action that happens in it, but it's more about the gambling kind of thing yeah. with action on the side. Um, but but I'll, I'll pick, um, I think right at the beginning, I think we missed it where the bad guy throws the playing cards like knives. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. I'll, I'll do that. His body. He's sticking to kill the dude. If I had to choose a movie, it would be The God of Guns when they're shooting all those those bottles at the beginning and he's just grabbing guns off the table and he's just flipping them over his shoulder and he's always hitting exactly what he wants to hit. It's pretty great. You do like your gun carter crap. Me, yeah, uh, if it were me, I'd be. I'd wish that I could do the condor claw. <laughs> uh, the with foot, foot or the your foot hand? <laughs> with my foot, with my foot. Just like slapping on people's faces and so you go, condor out. claw. <laughs> yeah, Simon Tart's condor claw. It's patented. I think this movie is so full of cool moves, though. Like, but the thing is that the action is kind of—it's mostly gun action because the martial arts is not that yeah. great. Uh, Ching Miao's bit in the casino was pretty good, but um, but other than that, like the movie is just—it's a funny film, and I was yeah. You can see um, Chow Young. Like, uh, I as I said, I can't base it too much on what I've seen, but from what I'm gathering from this, like from I've heard a lot about what the other films he's done. This is based on, like we say, his charisma, his um. His ability to hold his the screen, presence. Yeah, his presence. He's got from what I, I from what I've seen of this, he um, he doesn't really need a gun, doesn't really do much. He just even with like when he was trying to be the crazy guy, you know, he, he holds it with. He's got that presence on stage. Yeah, on, that's right. On, on yeah. the screen, because he just looks he looks the part. So, but yeah, so there you go. Wong Jing back in the action. Uh, God of Gamblers too. I don't know what we're gonna have lined up. Next week, next month, next year. Who knows? Who knows? We'll wait and see. So, um, just uh, yeah, we send all your uh, Sam. Where do they need to contact us from? They can contact us, Christian, at uh, AsianActionCast at gmail dot com, or find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, don't be shy. Send it in. Hate mail, love mail, whatever you got. Um, and we're here. Donnie Yen hate mail. Send that. Send that our way. Happy to forward it on. Happy to forward <laughs> it on. No problems at all. So yeah. Send us in, and uh, hopefully we'll see you again next time. Peace out. Gotcha. Peace.
，你个鼻点解会咁噶？诶，等阵，我同佢开。他没有跟我赌过，就不可以成为第一高手。你哋要嘈嘅，请出出边。受伤，有时我觉得系我害咗佢哋。你是不是赌神？各位观众，请拍手，赌神！你唔好以为我唔知你扮赌神啊！跟你说话。